What's up, guys? I'm Paul. This is Pauline Theologies, and we're back in Genesis. We're on the famous passage, man. We hear it all the time. We've got, and he believes, and God accounted it to him as righteousness. We have this verse here, this one verse, beautiful verse, man. So let's go and see what it says in context. What is actually happening? Well, if you uh, haven't read yet, first 15, 1 through 7, Genesis, check it out, come back, and then we'll discuss the four questions. But if you have, then let's dive on in, guys. Let's dive on in. This is a unique passage, a good passage. So what's going on, man? What's the writer uh, saying? What's happening? Well, first off, we've got uh, Abraham, after he'd gone through those uh, kings to the warriors, said he is going for God. Instead of taking riches from Sodom King, uh, God comes to him. He says, hey, I'm your shield and your reward, man. I've been saying that for a bunch. I had some things going on with me uh, here recently. And I was kind of worried, scared a bit. And that's what I just kept reminding myself is that God is my shield and my reward. That means he's my protector and he's also the thing in which I gain when all things take, when, when everything goes away. He is the thing in which I gain. And that's what um, um, that's what God is telling Abram. He's like, dude, I'm your shield. So I protect you and I'm your reward. The, like the thing that you get for uh, um the thing that you've done in rejecting the riches of the Sodom King is you get me. And so, uh, and when, when God says he gets me, he gets the promises that he made to him. But then Abraham says this, he's like, well, what does all these promises mean to me? If I, or all these get, cause the promise is the land. If I don't have anybody to take it, he's like, Eleazar is going to be my, uh, heir. And then God says, no, Mm -mm, you're wrong, brother. One out of your own loins from your own belly, that will be your heir. And so God uh, tells him to go outside. He says, take a look up. Come outside with me. He's like, take, take a look up. Take a look up, man. Can you count all them stars up there? That's how many descendants you're going to have. Before he talks about the sands on the ground, now he's talking about the stars in the sky. That is the descendants that, uh, uh, that, uh, Abraham's going to have. And then it says that Abraham trusted God or believed God and it was credited to him or, and he credited it to him as righteousness. So that's, that's beautiful guys. That's beautiful. So what can we say? Was, what can we say about God in this uh, uh, picture? Well, first off, we can say that he's our protection and our reward, a shield and our reward. That's what he is for Abraham. That's what he is for us. He is guarding us and keeping us, and we are the we get to gain him. That's the thing. Uh, a lot of people talk about heaven, going up to heaven, streets of gold, and all this stuff. But the thing about heaven that is so precious is that the Lord will be there. Man, the Lord will be there. And what's to say about man? I think trust God. Trust God. Obviously, that's the big thing because it says he trusted God, and it was reckoning him righteousness. This is how. A uh, man becomes righteous through faith and trust in God, in Jesus. But I, I think there's also um, a little thing else is that you can ask questions of God. You don't have to keep it in your mind because God knows it anyway. And so when you have a question you want to ask, ask. Him. It may seem, uh, what do you call that? Um, it may seem offensive at the time, but God knows your heart. And so if you're seeking him earnestly and honestly in this question, as uh, Abram was, then he, he didn't he didn't smack down Abram. You know what I'm saying? He took him outside and gave him a revelation. 
he appeared to him and showed him the thing that he was going to do. And so if you want to know what God's going to do to you, if you want to know what God's going to do for you, you can't ask. People say, closed mouths don't get fed. And that's exactly what Abraham said. Not that he didn't trust God because he proved that he trusted him earlier. This is just kind of like a further carrying out of the proof in which um, that was in the pudding. Because uh, as soon as God had told him to do something, when he said, go, get up and go and leave the land of your father and your family and all this, Abram got up and went, man. And so it was already active in his mind, the trust that he had in the Lord. It's just he continues to prove it. He continues to prove it. And one other thing that kind of shows us is the fact that, uh, ooh, man, we ain't got to be good every single second of the day. Because uh, even though we would desire to be and the Lord would desire us to be, his promises aren't uh, relying upon that. So that's a blessing. How can we apply these truths to our lives, though? Well, I think that we draw closer to him. We speak our hearts to him because he knows what's on them. So why even act like he doesn't? This is more of a drawing of our heart up into his when we admit, open, and confess and truly talk to him about the things that are on our heart, to open up about the things that we desire and the questions we have as to why these things aren't coming to fruition, the promises that he's promised us. This is more on us to draw our hearts up in his because he knows our heart. And so today, man, in your quiet time, as you get down, you get to your knees, you pray, you lay on your bed, you do whatever it is you do to draw near to God. Go ahead and be fully and 100% open and see the power that that has. Thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.